Babilano. Everybody knows Babilono. But do you know about Babel? The Tower of Babel, more accurately. The original one. The one after whom the city of Babylon is named. See, the tower was first, the city came second. The tower is what was built shortly after the flood in the days of Noah, when his children multiplied quickly and the entire human population was united under one tongue, one language, one location, and one desire to make a name for themselves in defiance to the Creator, to build a tower that is so high that it can never be flooded again. Because they knew their history, unlike you. They knew about the flood. <laughs> their fathers were still there. Noah was alive. Shem was alive. Ham was alive. The ark was there. They all knew about the flood. They didn't have to dig up fossils in order to come up with the theory of evolution, billions of years. No. They all knew all the things that you deny. <laughs> and they still rebelled, just like you. So, apologetics is useless. It doesn't matter. Even if they know, they're still going to rebel. So, it doesn't matter. They are reserved for judgment. And they are created for judgment also. Nevertheless, the Tower of Babel was a symbol, an icon of men united in celebration. It is the separation of the greatest commandment from the second greatest commandment of love Adonai with all your God, eh, <laughs> love Adonai your God with all your heart, with all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, all your might, pretty much everything. And the second one is, of course, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, if you love your neighbor as yourself without loving Adonai, well, Tower of Babel, that's exactly what it is. And that is a grave sin. And yet that seems to be what the world is uniting around everywhere you go. Everybody's talking about the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. But nobody says, obey God, obey Adonai, obey the Torah. Interesting, isn't it? And think about it. Yeshua said 2,000 years ago, the days of the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. There was no way for him to know, unless he was who he was, the word of Adonai from the beginning of the world, there was no way for him to know that the times we live in today would ever come to pass. Think about it. The Tower of Babel, what man could ever imagine the globalization we have today? The modern technology with flights that you can cross the globe in a matter of hours, instant global wireless communications worldwide through the internet with satellites and video conferences, globalization through the internet of digital currencies and, and digital trade. And, and it's just incredible. It really is. Automatic Google translation. You don't even have to type. You speak and it translates to another language. Again, overcoming 
the curse that Adonai gave mankind when he dispersed the tower, he also dispatched 70 different languages for 70 different nations so that they will be separated, divided, and not united. And yet everything we see today is about united. United Nations, United States, World Economic Forum, Google Translate. What is the slogan of Europe? Many tongues, one voice. You can see the reconstruction of the Tower of Babel, not just in the U.S. We often say the U.S. is Babylon. Well, yes and no. It is the, you know, the, the representation of Babylon, but Babylon is all around. It is the system. It is the spirit of the system of the Antichrist, the spirit of government, of globalization, of men uniting all nations, languages, and tongues without God, which makes them by default against God, because, well, if you're not with God, you're against him. It's just how it is. <laughs> There is no middle ground. There is no neutral ground. You can't be neutral. You either believe what everything that the Torah teaches or you don't. There's no neutrality here. Either God created the universe or he didn't. It's very simple, very clear to see. And yet, as I said, Yeshua predicted this 2,000 years ago. How could he have known when he lived in an age where the only way to communicate was through horses or pigeons or boats that took months if they ever made it to their destination. But again, it was a prophecy, and he was a prophet, the word of God. He predicted the future because he saw the future. He said, the days of the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. Well, the tower was the days of Noah. From before the flood to after the flood, it's all in that same region of time in the history of the world. And we see that today. Not just the tower, but everything. The wickedness, the sexual immorality, the homosexuality, the greed, the hate, the violence. And it's just like the prophecy from the book of Daniel. Remember the statue? The Tower of Babel was never fully built, but it got to about 90% or 95%. You got to take that also into consideration. Adonai did not stop them at the beginning, no. He let them put all that effort, all that time, to gain confidence and pride, to think that they're going to make it. And then he brought them down to the ground. And it's going to be the same thing now, because, well, let's be honest, we already are in the finishing touches of the Tower of Babel. We have everything, the infrastructure is in place, the 5G technologies, the instant communication, the global currencies, the world trade, the World Economic Forum. We already have the G7 forums in uh, Switzerland. Everything is already in order. All we need now is for the government to take their power, to take their position, to come in place and install their unified digital currency, 
and bring in all the antichrist system agenda. China is already there. China is like the prototype. They already have all this surveillance technology. All the citizens of China are slaves. They are being monitored. They have blacklists. And if you are blacklisted by the government, you cannot do anything. You cannot work. You cannot pay. You cannot do anything. All your assets are digital. They freeze it so that, well, you're done. <laughs> and they already have it. They don't need to develop it. It's already here. Robots taking over your jobs. It's already here. You already are a slave. They just haven't put the last nail in your coffin yet. But as the dream of Daniel, it was at the last phase, the feet were made of iron mixed with clay. And that's very significant. He said, the two will mix, but they will not stick very well together. See, the world government, one world government, it's united, but it's really divided. People are not united. They call it United Nations, United States of America, but is it? I call it Divided States of America, because, well, look at it. And yet, remember that in the dream, it was at that point of the feet of iron mixed with clay that the rock came and shattered the statue, and the rock was the kingdom of God. So we know that the one world government will never be established, otherwise the dream would have been different. And it's just like the Tower of Babel. It is in construction, but it will never be firmly established. And you can see that also from the other dream in Daniel 9, I believe, the man of lawlessness, the seven weeks, right? Three and a half and three and a half. And in Revelation, the same thing. See, for three and a half weeks, meaning three and a half years, we say, maybe, for something like that, 1260 days, he will make alliances with many covenants with many he will start spreading that doctrine spreading his philosophy his his theology maybe under climate change probably maybe under alien threat if we get raptured think about it we're gonna we're not gonna acknowledge the rapture obviously we're gonna make sure it, that you think we are under attack use that fear to generate and collect power, to unite. We're going to come up with something. So we're going to make that covenant for three and a half years. And then something's going to change. And he's going to start attacking the saints, attacking the men of God, attacking Israel. And that's when the tribulation will begin. So the kingdom of the Antichrist will never be fully established. It will be on its way. He will make those covenants, but they will never bear fruit. So you got to remember that. But it's not, we're not there yet. There's still time. But it's not time for you to sit back and relax. It's time for you to get to work and start warning everybody. Wake the people up so that they know that they prepare. Plant those seeds. Because many people will not believe. Not until they see it with their own eyes, just like Thomas said, unless I put my finger in his side, I will not believe. Well, many people will not believe until the Antichrist system will rise into power, until the rapture, and then they will go, oh, my Lord, it is real. Oh, Lord. And, and that's why in Revelation we have that vision where it says, who are all these people from every nation tongue? And the angel says, 
Well, those are the ones that came out of the Great Tribulation. They did not believe, but now that they see, they believe. Ah, you forgot about that part. So we have to plant the seeds. We have to let the people know. We have to put the knowledge out there so that it will be in their subconscious, in the back of their mind, so that when they do see it, they will be able to connect the dots because they already heard. Many times, Papa gives us dreams that we do not understand. And it's only about a month or two months or maybe years later that the thing we dreamt about come to pass and then we go, ah, now I get it. Papa is not bound by time. He sets the warning way up in advance. Yeshua gave you this warning 2,000 years ago. And it's only coming to pass now in our days. Think about that. The internet technology, this is new. 20, 30 years. It's nothing. <laughs> I've been alive longer than the internet. <laughs> and yet, this is just the beginning of the end. I mean, not the beginning of the beginning, but the beginning of the end, of the fall of man. Because we are just about to finish putting the last bricks in the tower. You know, Bibi Netanyahu is planning his peace with Saudi Arabia, and then he says he might retire. And I wouldn't be surprised if he would be the last of the pre-system prime ministers, that the next one will already be in the system. Because Bibi, well, Bibi is an antichrist. He is all about himself. He thinks he is God. He calls himself the king of Israel. But yet, he's not there yet. <laughs> he's not the Antichrist, the man of lawlessness. So there still is time for you. Time for you to get to work, because Yeshua said, no man can walk at night, so walk while you still have light. So, pack up the Word of God. Get yourself ready. And go. Do God's will. Pray. Fast. Seek. Teach. Preach, serve, pave the way for the king. Palm Sunday was about paving the way with the palm branches. And that's exactly what we are doing. Except we're doing it with our palms and our brains and our bronze. Paving the way. Spreading the message. Teaching and preaching and rebuking and correcting and warning. They don't need to listen, but you have to speak. So go and serve the Lord. Adonai, Hinemi, Shema Tefilati, Vehish Tamesh Bi.
Smart and Pilati, they hit a mess. 